0: This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use Listen Notes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music or Audible, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, as well as Pandora, Spotify, Podbean, and Player FM if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for dreamwalker 1960 God is disappointed in many of those that call themselves his quote unquote church why do I say this all I see is people that call themselves Christian who live in luxury and seek after the pleasures of the world what does the Bible say about those that live this way 1st John 2 15 through 16 do not love this world, nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and passions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. Then I ask this, can they in actuality call themselves quote-unquote Christian? Again, per the Bible, James chapter 4, verses 1 through 12. What is causing the quarrels and fightings among you? Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme to kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it, so you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet, you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. You adulterers. Don't you realize that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God? I say it again. If you want to be a friend of the world you make yourself an enemy of God. Do you think the scriptures have no meaning? They say that God is passionate, that the spirit he has placed within us should be faithful to him, and he gives grace generously. As the spirit says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourself before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter, and gloom instead of joy. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and He will lift you up in honor. Don't speak evil against each other, dear brothers and sisters. If you criticize and judge each other, then you are criticizing and judging God's law. But your job is to obey the law, not to judge whether it is applied to you. God alone, who gave the law, is the judge. He alone has the power to save or to destroy. So what right do you have to judge your neighbor? So do not think I am judging. This is not me making these assertions. 1 Timothy 5.20 Those who sin should be reprimanded in front of the whole church. This will serve as a strong warning to others. The warnings had stopped. So many live in sin and have come to believe their sins are not sins. Why? Because they listened to others who said it was okay to seek after darkness instead of staying in the light. Ephesians chapter 5 verses 5 through 13. You can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an idolater, worshipping the things of the world. Don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins, for the anger of God will fall on all who disobey him. Don't participate in the things these people do. For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light, for this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. Carefully determine what Pleases the Lord. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. It is shameful even to talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret, but their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines upon them. I am not acting as judge, I am a servant unto my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Son of our Creator. The Lord God Almighty, following the directive of our Lord, shining light upon what is in the darkness. I cannot help it if it makes some listening uncomfortable. They are this way because the light is glowing upon the truth. If the truth hurts them, it is the truth of God that is causing them discomfort. For the true gospel does not seek to please humanity, but God. Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 through 10. I am shocked that you are turned away so soon from God, who called you to himself through the loving mercy of Christ. You are following a different way that pretends to be the good news, but is not the good news at all. You are being fooled by those who deliberately twist the truth concerning Christ. Let God's curse fall on anyone, including us or even an angel from heaven, who preaches a different kind of good news than the one we preach to you. I say again what we have said before. If anyone preaches any other good news than the one you welcomed, let that person be cursed. Obviously, I am not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. When someone tries to make someone pleased and rejects that which causes discomfort, they have made themselves cursed by the word of the Lord and the true good news. For the true gospel, causes those living in sin to feel uncomfortable and to seek to hide in the darkness. Or they will reject that which is evil and then turn to the light and the true path to salvation that comes from only one source, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the Lion and the Lamb, who said this to those who choose comfort and luxury. Revelations, chapter 3, verses 15 through 22. I know all the things you do, that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish that you were one or the other. But since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. You say I am rich. I have everything I want. I don't need a thing. And you don't realize that you are wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked. So I advise you to buy gold from me, gold that has been purified by fire. Then you will be rich. Also buy white garments from me, so you will not be shamed by your nakedness. And ointment for your eyes, so you will be able to see. I correct and discipline everyone I love, so be diligent and turn from your indifference. Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are so victorious will sit with me upon my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. So let us look at the verses that deal with what those that are lukewarm are actually seeking after. So let's look at the verses in the King James. Revelations 3 verses 18 through 19. I counsel thee to buy gold from me, tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white remnants, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thy eyes with eye salve, that thou mayest see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Gold tried in fire, is us purified of our sins to become clean and worthy of our Lord Jesus Christ. White remnants, that thou mayest be clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. The white garments we received when we accept Jesus as our Savior. Anoint thy eyes with salve, that thou mayest see obtain the eye which is the Holy Spirit, which allows us to see the truth. Then Jesus makes it clear that those he loves, he will correct and discipline, which is the true gospel, not the false gospel that pleases and makes those listening feel good, but instead makes them feel uncomfortable in the luxuries and riches they have clad themselves in because it is appealing to their earthly eyes and their worldly desires a sample of this i witnessed the other day was a mercedes-benz with christian stickers on the back of it the ultimate example of a lukewarm person let's return once again to the bible first timothy chapter 6 verses 3 through 10. some people may contradict our teachings But these are the wholesome teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. These teachings promote a godly life. Anyone who teaches something different is ignorant and lacks understanding. Such a person has an unhealthy desire to quibble over the meanings of words. This stirs up arguments ending in jealousy, division, slander, and evil suspicions. These people always cause trouble. Their minds are corrupt, and they have turned their backs upon the truth. To them, a show of godliness is just a way to become wealthy. Yet true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. After all, we brought nothing with us when we came into the world, and we can't take anything with us when we leave it. So if we have enough food and clothing let us be content. But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. However, most will not listen to these words. Most will have turned off this message or stopped reading it because they have no desire to accept the truth. So, we must move on to what Jesus said about the smallest gate into the city of Jerusalem. Matthew 19, verses 23 through 24. Then Jesus says to his disciples, I tell you the truth. It is hard for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. I say it again. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. But to correct this, what must be done? I will end this podcast with these verses. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 to 15. Remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give, and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully, and God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. As the scriptures say, they will share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Yes, you will be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. And when you take your gifts to those who need them, they will thank God. So two things will result from this ministry of giving. The needs of the believers in Jerusalem will be met and they will joyfully express their thanks to God. As a result of your ministry, they will give glory to God for your generosity to them And to all believers will prove that you are obedient to the good news of Christ. And they will pray for you with deep affection because of the overflowing grace God has given to you. Thank God for this gift too wonderful for words. God bless.
1: Make a count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell his empty dreams. I got lost in the lie that it was up to me. To make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember.
0: Uh...